So the Philadelphia 76ers take down the Mavericks last night in Philly, and they cap off a pretty solid week at 3-1. and one. Another week of interesting games coming up. We will talk about the good, the bad, everything in between. Let's go. Perfect. 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 What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on in to Philly Take with RB, your number one hotspot for Sixers coverage. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and be sure to hit that notification bell so you don't miss any videos or live streams. We're back, and the Sixers take down the Mavericks. Now, they only won by 10 points, but if you watched the game, you knew that this was a pretty dominating performance from the Sixers. A lot of guys contributing, a lot of guys stepping up. The identity of this team that we've been waiting to see in full display and uh, I don't know, we put Luka in jail, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, Luka finished the game 5 for 20 last night, um, and he only had 17 points. But the Sixers, man, they were implementing this sort of trap defense at the top of the key. And Luka honestly did not know what to do. He was dishing it off a lot. Nobody else really stepped up for the Dallas Mavericks. And I thought uh, that the Sixers came in against a pretty solid Mavs team who, was actually, who actually had a better record than we did. Um, and we put it to them. And we... You know, we shut them up right away, a little bit tight early on, but the Sixers pulled off and there was no looking back. Um, but I just wanted to talk about this team and this week um, as a summation, right? You know, the Sixers go three and one, a lot of controversy, a lot of this, this and that. Here's what we'll start with, man. And, you know, I'm just going to say it how it needs to be said. Hopefully everybody, right, uh, you know, just everybody in general can stop the overreaction, Um and just give it some time, okay? Because now the Sixers core uh, with James Harden, the new look Sixers, right, have played 10 games together. And at the end of the day, they are 8-2. and two. They are 8-2 and two together. By the way people talk, by the way people overreact and overanalyze, you would think this team is 2-8. and eight. You would think they're 3-7, and 4-6. and six. Right now, I will be honest, we did have a couple bad losses. We had a really bad loss to Brooklyn. And I feel like the... Um, you know, just just that being such a profound game and with a lot, you know, not on the line really, but just a lot of hype around it, a lot of expectation. I feel like that um, really like sucked the air out of the balloon a little bit. But it, like I said before, um, at least it happened now. It sucked, but it did happen now. Um, and, and, you know, it's not going to catch us by surprise in game one of the playoffs, right? So we can learn from that. We can go forward. One game does not define a season. Now, I will be honest, the first five games of the Sixers with James Harden looked really really prestige. It looked like we were taking it to another level. And some of us do have to come off that high horse a little bit. But for the people that sit here and complain every single game and this, this and that, at the end of the day, for a team to come together with pretty much a new look, you know, more than midway into a season, and we are eight and two with this new core. Yes, we have flaws that we'll talk about. Yes, there are things we need to work on. But the Sixers, even though they had to scrap out a couple games, they went three and one this week. Taking down the Magic in overtime, which was not good. It did not set a good tone for the week, right? Bad taste in our mouth. But we come back the next night. We ended up losing to the Nuggets in crunch time. But overall, we played a decent game, and Bede showed up in the spotlight. And then these last two wins are wins that we really needed, especially if you look at the schedule we have coming up this next week, right? The Raptors, the Heat, uh, who the Bucks, the Suns, I think. Like, there are a lot of solid teams we're going to play. We needed to rack up these wins. We're sitting at third in the East, a half game behind the Bucks, one game ahead of the Celtics. Um, and the three seed is where we're at right now, and it's where we have been, and we just have to keep, you know, minding our business and winning our games. But all this overreaction can stop. And why can it stop? Because the last two games, we saw what we needed to see. 
And that's just the fact of the matter. Go back and look at the first handful of games with James Harden. The Sixers were running, you know, dominant pick and rolls for, for the majority of the game. Nobody could stop it. Now, a couple games after that, including the Brooklyn one, uh, the defense adjusted to us. We got punched in the mouth. That's what's going to happen in basketball. Defenses are going to make adjustments. It's up to your team, your players, your leaders, and your coach to readjust. And it took us a couple games, which is a little bit concerning. And, you know, the last two games, um, you know, specifically the Cavs game, right, in the fourth quarter, because it did not look good for the Cavs game. We had blown a lead, and, you know, it was feeling like, it, it, you know, it was the second game in a row we blew lead, and it was feeling like, oh, man, here we go again, right, falling into that hole. Uh, but the Sixers came out in the fourth quarter, and we did exactly what we needed to do. James Harden finally got aggressive, which I need to see more of. And and the whole thing about James Harden, about him being uh, washed from a talent perspective, it's just it's just blatantly false. Um, it, for the people that actually watch this team day in, day out, you would know that he needs to just find the balance of attacking and facilitating. That's what he's trying to do. This is a new role for him. You know, he's never played with a guy like Joel Embiid. Joel's never played with a guy like him. It takes time. Usually teams have months. They have, you know, training camps to go over these things. We've had 10 games in the middle of a season, okay? But the Sixers take down the Cavs. They get aggressive. Harden, Maxi steps up and hits a couple big shots, right? And B doing his thing. The MVP, by the way, don't try to tell me any different. Joel Embiid, I'm sorry. He's just been dominating to a different level this year. Uh, no disrespect to anybody else, but Joel, in my opinion, should be the MVP as of right now. Um, but then the Sixers come out yesterday, uh, you know, against a really good Mavs team that just took down the Nets. The Mavs have been competing, right? The new look Mavs, they got Porzingis out of there. They got some other pieces. And what did the Sixers do? We we increased our competitiveness, right? We, we came up to the occasion and we stomped on their throat. The first quarter was close. It was back and forth. We weren't really playing much defense. And then as the game went on, we started to step it up. Shout out to Miss T. Steibel. You know, he had two steals in a block at one point. James Harden, who nobody wants to give credit for. They say he doesn't play defense. That's another false, lazy narrative that goes around. He's been playing much better defense since he came to the Philadelphia 76ers. I think he had a couple steals and blocks last night. Joel Embiid had five steals and a block. Like, you know, everybody stepped up to the occasion. And last night's win was really key because I, I thought that everybody contributed and they played their roles, right? Defensively, we put a stop on the Mavs. But offensively, specifically the second and fourth quarters, we stepped up to a different level, right? Joel's just hitting his shots, going through the motions. It's it's too easy for Joel, right? 32 points last night, eight rebounds, four assists. James Harden and Joel were running the pick and roll heavy in the fourth, getting that confidence. Now, Harden was passing up some shots early in the game, but he started to get others involved and then attack. There still are some more floaters, you know, little mid-ranges that he is leaving out there, but he did take a couple mid-ranges yesterday. He finished with 24.7 rebounds and 12 assists. Just a full stat line for Harden, and that is the type of Harden that I know is there, that I want to see, and it honestly, it mirrors what we did the first five games. Now, I'm a little confused why we got away from the pick and roll so heavily. Just because the defense makes adjustments, you can still find ways to get others involved, right? Or even if Harden is off the floor, you should be seeing pick and rolls with Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid and things of that nature, right? Uh, but yesterday, it took us, a, you know, it, it took a spark for us to get going in the third quarter. Shout out to George Niang and Matisse Thibel, actually, who both hit big threes and got us going. Um, and we never looked back. We never looked back. How about Tobias Harris as well? I feel like he's been playing really well over the last handful of games. He had a couple tough quarters against Denver after coming out hot, which he usually does. 
Uh, but but last night, right, like Tobias Harris, 6 for 9, 14 points. That's all I want. I don't want him to take more than 10 shots a game, and I want him to put up around 15 points a game. That is what I want, and that is what I predicted. And, you know, everybody was getting on it right after the trade deadline, and I said, give it some time. Tobias needs to adapt to his new role. He said it himself. He said, I've never really been in this type of catch-and-shoot role, maybe take a few to the basket, but here he is, and he's looking much better. Two for three last night from deep. Still would like him to take a few more than that. Um, but, you know, Tobias stepped up. I thought he's been playing pretty good defense, and he's really fitting into his role. And overall, I'd say the starting lineup is coming to fruition. Now, you know, it's going to be trouble, especially in the playoffs, if Matisse can't knock down shots. He had a couple last night. We need that continued success from Matisse Thibel, or else it's going to become a liability, just like you know who, as it gets to playoff time. Uh, but I think the starters are doing well. And I, you know, I don't want to go to the next couple games and then we don't run pick and rolls, right? Or we get away from what works. Even if the defenses adjust, even if they go to zone, we need to stay aggressive. When Harden and Embiid are aggressive like they were yesterday, there's not many teams that can beat us. And that is with our bench over the last couple games not really playing up to par. I mean, our starters are scoring 80, 90, even 100 points a game, and we're still winning. And when you get to the playoffs and the bench is diminished, I'm not saying they're gone. They still need to step up, but if they're playing 8 to 10 minutes a night, you're going to need your starters to step up and score. And, and so far, I mean, Maxi, Tobias, Harden, and Embiid have been doing a good job together. And again, it's going to take some more time. It can't just click. I don't know who thought we were going to win every game the rest of the season, but right now we're 8-2 and two with this squad. So take that narrative and throw it in the trash and stop overreacting. We are back, and we just got to take it little by little. The one concern I do have is still the bench. Right, I love George Niang because even if he's not making shots, he steps up, he brings something to the table. Right, He brings energy, he gets some life going. Usually hits a big shot in the fourth, by the way, and, and you know brings us back a little bit. Uh, but Danny Green played 30 minutes yesterday, not really doing much. Uh, the one that really ticked me off is Shake Milton this week. You know, the, the game prior to yesterday, it wasn't really Shake's fault in my opinion because Doc Rivers only played him three minutes. And, you know, you can't have three minutes a game and get into a rhythm. It's just not going to happen. Um, but Shake Milton yesterday had 13 minutes. Doc gave him a dose and gave him a chance, and he didn't even take a shot attempt. And at one point, you got to look at Shake Milton like, bro, if you are Shake Milton, and, and trust me, I want him to be so bad. I want him to be the backup guard for this team. But if a coach is giving you 13 minutes, you can't go out there and not take a shot. That just can't happen. So I, I really hope Shake kicks it into gear and gets aggressive. Our bench does need help. And we're going to need that source of life from somebody or this team may not go far. That is That could be our downfall, man. Um, so we definitely need somebody to step up big time. And I'm looking for that this week. Big games coming up. DeAndre Jordan played well, you know, as well yesterday. Thought he had his best game as a sixer. Finding his spots, throwing down some jams uh, from James Harden. And, you know, I mean, we just got to keep it up. We got to keep it in rhythm. But so far, I am impressed with this team. There are flaws, as every team has. But we just got to keep working and get better. And I'm looking for, you know, we have five games this week. Like, you know, the teams I mentioned earlier, we have to get at least three wins this week. We got to go out and make it happen. And this is going to be, this is going to say a lot about our team this week. So I'm, I'm excited. I hope Harden and Embiid both stay aggressive because when they're at that level, I don't think anybody can really put a stop to them. Those are just my thoughts. I want to hear yours down below. Give me all your thoughts. Appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.